Start out with one campaign, set up one ad group, make it a super focused ad group with super focused keywords and a really focused ad. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Here with Josh London. Now, uh, Josh came to me through uh, McMaster's, I think. Uh, it was the first time we started chatting. It was probably via email because uh, if you've been in uh, my community, you've probably seen the uh, email that goes out that's welcome to the family and uh, that goes through everything and it gets people to reply. So Josh replied, he says, your sales funnel worked on me and then he asked for the PayPal or credit card. It was a funny, you know, bit of an email ping pong back and forth. He eventually joined McMaster's, got some great results with it and then we started chatting about uh, some of what he was doing which was pay-per-click advertising which is what we're going to talk about today but the other interesting thing he does is he's a, a magician and uh, I watched one of his videos and he did this really cool trick so maybe he'll share a bit about that today as well. Josh, how are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, John? Pretty, pretty good, man. So uh, let's before we get into the some of the pay per click stuff because I know you're a paid advertising guy and you you came to me originally because you I haven't done many I've done a few interviews with traffic guys Justin Brook was one of them and but it hasn't really been my focus despite the fact that traffic is is a huge huge um, you know factor in someone's success or failure so we'll get into that but before we do that can you give the listener a bit of a background on who you are and what you do. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm actually a magician. Um, that, that was my first job. Um, when I was five, my mom got me a magic kit, and I learned all the tricks, and I uh, started charging kids uh, five cents to come see a magic show. And it grew from there. And when I was in high school, I'd uh, get kicked out of class for playing with my cards and gambling and things like that. And then when I was 16, I got my first uh, big break with Sony. I did a corporate show for them for their holiday party, did some walk around magic and close up magic. And it grew from there. And I ended up traveling so much um, in my 20s that I'd wake up in a hotel room. I wouldn't know what city I was in. I'd have to look at my uh, my itinerary. And then I, I just got burned out. I had, I had to stop. I was on the road all the time, never home. And I decided to become a paramedic and went to school and became a paramedic. Did that for a few years and got burned out from that again and decided I wanted to go back to do magic because I could book shows on the weekends and make quick money and travel a little bit. And so did that, went back on and I figured out that the Internet was much more than it is now. And you have to advertise, you have to get your uh, rankings up, you have to get found, you have to take into consideration user experience, conversions, all this stuff. I had no idea what to do. So I decided to try out AdWords and I tried it out. I lost, I think about $1,500 in a couple weeks, like two weeks. Decided to stay with AdWords because I could see the potential of it and learn how to do it right. So I got uh, Perry Marshall's book. I also got his ebook, uh, The Definitive Guide to Google AdWords. Taught myself how to do AdWords. Now I'm a certified AdWords professional. And uh, now I manage AdWords for people. I also do SEO for people, build some websites on the side and slowly cutting out the uh, magic shows, but I still perform 
uh, shows when they're when they're the right opportunity. Nice, very cool. So you're still doing so you're doing magic now a little bit then too. Yeah, not so much. It's the marketing and the freelancing is taking over uh, the magic, which is pretty cool because I get to sit in my home and play on the computer, play with my daughter, and I don't get to be in Thailand though. <laughs> no. <laughs> so now you've also got Click Convert Profit, which is your you know you're helping businesses increase revenue online with uh, managing you know the pay per click. And I mean, tell me a bit about that because pay per click's been around for ten or fifteen years, so it's definitely not a new, it's definitely not a new way of you know generating traffic to a website. So what's what are you seeing right now? Like, tell me a bit about what's pay per click and why is it working? You know, like, what's working right now? Well, you know, pay-per-click is uh, you, you set up an ad and you can do it in AdWords, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Pinterest is rolling out their program, um, LinkedIn has theirs, but you set up an ad, you drive traffic to the ad, and then you uh, drive traffic to a landing page. Um, what I'm seeing now and the reason that I love pay-per-click so much is that you are able to control your own destiny. If you can create an ad and optimize that ad so it matches the user's intent and it matches exactly what they're searching for, what they need, it answers all their questions, and you deliver it to them, they'll either buy or not. Um, now, I know I know you're into email marketing and I, I love McMaster's. I think it's awesome. In fact, I made a couple hundred dollars my first day with one of your template emails, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one one thing that I'm finding uh, that works really well for me is, especially when I do magic ads, I'll, I have a few entertainer clients um, and also some e-commerce clients, but uh, the customers who come looking for magicians, they're not ready to buy right then and there. So what I do is I do a lot of email marketing. I have the pop-ups. I use Optin Monster. I have all the strategies. I just got started with Drip. I used to be on MailChimp, so excited about that. Um, but I capture the email address, put them in the funnel, and even though they're not ready to buy now, I know that they're going to be able to buy in the future. And then if they still don't buy, I'm still remarketing to them. So I'm showing them ads as they're browsing on the website. I do retargeting, so if they're on Facebook, uh, they see my ads. I know that they're in the market for a magician or the product or service, so I, I drive traffic to the landing page, and then I'm, I'm pretty sure usually they're not going to buy. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't, but I, I bet on them not buying, and then that's where all the magic starts, and I retarget, like yeah, retarget, remarket, and put my brand in front of them. Hmm, okay, okay. Because one, I think, objection that, that people are going to have, especially if they've been around, you know, if they've been in the internet game for a while, is that people click, because it has been around for 10 years or 15 years or 20 years, however long it's been, it's very competitive. And because the, the ads operate on an auction basis, uh, they, you know, when it's competitive, the prices get higher and higher and higher and higher. So there's a lot of people, I think, who can't make people click work lately, right now, because it's just too expensive. So what do you find it? Yeah, you know, it, it really is expensive. And uh, when you compare Facebook ad prices to uh, AdWords, you'll find that Facebook is oftentimes cheaper. So it, it all depends on what your customers are and what stage in the buying cycle they're at. There's 
there's different stages people search for. If someone goes in and types in to Google, uh, buy a TV, they're obviously in one stage of the buying cycle. So you're going to show them more ads. You're going to raise your prices, your, your bidding. Um, if someone is searching for uh, Samsung TV versus Sony TV, you're going to show them a different ad and a different landing page because they're in a different buying cycle. So it's uh, it all depends on what your goals are and what product and service you're selling and who your customers are and where they're at. And you could just set up ads and throw money at it, but you'd end up losing a bunch of money like I did. Right, right. So it sounds like, I mean, the answer with a lot of this stuff is it depends. And, exactly. And one thing I found with, I mean, in business, one of the best things you can do is just make more money per customer. And this is what um, I think Perry Marshall mentions this. Anyone who's in advertising will mention this, this idea of whoever can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins. If I can spend 10000 you can only spend 1000 I can just outspend you on Google AdWords. So people think that the traffic, oh, if the traffic's were paying $20 a click, well, that's just way too expensive to make it work. And the answer is... No, it's, that's not how it works, actually, because you as the business owner, as the entrepreneur, you actually have the freedom to create more products and create more expensive products and help your, you know, help your customers even more because the more you help them, the more you can charge, the more profit you have, which then means the more you can afford to spend on advertising and the more you can afford to go and help people. So one, one idea that I've been playing with in my own head, and this, I think, uh, affects a lot of how, you know, the mindset that we go into with paid advertising is that the more money we make, the more profit we actually make, gross profit, the more you know, the, the more we're able to help people, the more we're able to serve people. And some people try and make out that oh, you know, if I charge the least, you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's more fair or it's better because I'm letting more people have access to this. And in many cases, it's actually the other way around. If you don't charge enough. You're not going to have enough to go and do more advertising to, to reach more people. But you're also, yourself, you're going to go out of business and you're not going to be able to you know, stay, keep doing it for very long. So the other bill who you could have helped, if you charged more, they're not going to be available. They're not going to be there for you. So I think this, you know, and this is a bit of a, I guess, a, bit of a tangent, but it's just something to keep in mind when you're coming out pay, you know, pay-per-click, any kind of advertising really, but especially AdWords because it's expensive, is that you need to charge more. And if you can't afford it, the best thing you can do is not just jump and do some different Facebook method or declare that AdWords doesn't work for you. Yeah. A, be a better method would be to figure out how to make more money per person. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, you know, with the with the way that, you know, all the search engine algorithm changer, changes are going, you know, the Google just launched, I think they're doing it tomorrow on the 21st of April, the uh, mobile algorithm change. And, you know, I, I don't want my websites to be on top of Google, um, like they're on right now, if you were to Google Josh London Magician or San Diego Magician, I show up four to five times on the first page of Google and that's just organic listings. But I really like the fact that I control my own destiny uh, with AdWords and with ads because I'm not subject to the algorithm changes. Uh, I still do the SEO stuff. I still you know, try and build quality links, create great quality content. Um, but I'm in this for the long term, the long game. And, you know, if, if AdWords is right for you, it, it really could be a game changer because you, you get all the benefits of driving traffic to your website. And even if they bounce, you still have the opportunity to remarket, retarget to them. Um, and it's, it's a huge, it's a huge, uh, it's a huge advantage for marketers today. Mm, okay. And is it as simple as, 
you know, like I, I think one of the best things, if someone was going to get into this, the actual nitty gritty of setting up a campaign like this is going to be best covered in, say, one of one or several of Perry Marshall's books. So we don't need to go too much into, I suppose, the technical aspects of it. But what would be worth talking about is what are some of the biggest, you know, lessons or key insights that you've had over the last few years, whether it's from, you know, one of Perry's books or another course or book that you've been through or something you've learned on your own. What, what's some of the, you know, those moments when something's not really working and then something clicks, the light bulb goes on and you go, oh, now I've got it. And you try it and it works and you, you sort of have that leveling up. It's a catalyst for and you go from, you know, you know, you double your results, you triple your results or something like that. Yeah, um, you know what, oftentimes people will hire me um, to manage their AdWords accounts because they either don't know what they're doing or they have an idea of what they're doing, but they're not doing it right. And when I take over their accounts and I manage it for them, the first thing I do is I look at their settings in their AdWords uh, campaigns. And oftentimes what I'll see is that there's two types of settings when you first start a campaign. There's standard settings, which Google recommends, and then there's enable all features settings. A lot of people just go with the standard settings because it has parentheses, Google recommends this uh, right after that. And they don't know that there are a lot of other options available to them when they choose all features. So. Uh, one one of the big things that I see in all features that really works well is split testing ads. And that's not available in the standard features. So uh, one of the one of the features when you scroll down after you pick um, all feature enable all features is rotate ads indefinitely. And what this means is that instead of Google showing uh, what they think to be your top performing ad, they show all of your ads evenly. So if one person goes to Google and searches for your product or service, they see ad A. And then another person goes, they see ad B. And then back to ad A and back and forth, back and forth. And this is so beneficial to advertisers because you get to create two ads and then you get to test them head to head. Which one is the winner? Which one is the loser? After you collect the right amount of data, you pick a winner and you delete the loser and then you create an even better ad to try and beat the winner. What this ends up doing is bringing your quality score down, your click-through rate increases, your cost per click goes down because you're telling Google and you're proving to Google that your keywords matches your ads and your ads matches your landing pages because you're answering the searcher's question. And that's the real goal is to uh, answer the questions of the user. Uh, that's that's one thing I'm seeing that a lot of people don't do. And it's as simple as setting up a new campaign or adjusting their campaign. Okay, interesting, interesting. I mean, this is such a huge thing. With when I've spoken to Bill about you know draft paid paid basically paid advertising campaigns, is that the you typically go and spend. It could be, you know, one thousand dollars or five thousand dollars, or in some cases, I'm sure people are spending, you know, ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars before they're even breaking even. But it's the process of investing that money and testing where you actually find out what works. And that, you know, when I tell clients when I work with them, is that you know most campaigns then very rarely does a campaign you know hit like you know profitable out of the gate you know the day you set it up. What typically has to happen is you test and you test and you test. So you 
you know, you run the campaign, you spend a thousand dollars, and you track the results, and then you run it again and again and again. So what you're talking about with the split testing is you, we, we can just automate this inside of AdWords, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's the useful part. And then, so where this gets interesting, then you can use software like uh, something like VWO.com, and they will. Then you can split test every other page in your funnel as well. And then what you happen, then then what you'll find is the ideal path, the ideal ad, the ideal landing page, the ideal thank you page, and the ideal sales page for the product, and then the different upsell pages that you have, so that you're actually tracking five different split tests at once. And then if once you find out the ideal combination of those, it can you know you can go from you know losing fifty percent of your money every time, so you spend a hundred dollars and you lose fifty, to you know doubling or tripling your money. Yeah. Mm. And the other thing too I've noticed with this is I don't know if you've played around much with this, but with paid traffic, it's very much typically what you want to do is when you go and you know buy buy the traffic, you want to monetize that traffic usually as quickly as possible. Not necessarily be profitable with it, but sell them a product straight away to recoup at least some or ideally most of your ad spend, right? Yeah, you know, and and when we when when I think of that and I I think of the word buy, I don't always think about you know, money, money in exchange for something. I like to think of buying something as opting into my email list. You know, I I think that's huge. The money's in the list, as you know, and to get them into my list and to be able to target and market to them further, that's way more valuable. I've had people opt into all kinds of lists, not only for my magic stuff, but also my other clients and their e-commerce stuff. And yeah, they don't buy anything right now, but I've had people a year away, two years away, hire me for a show. Yeah. And it's all because they've been on my email list. They get my monthly emails and, uh, you know, they know me, they like me, they trust me. And when the time comes and some, one of their friends says, oh, we need a magician or we need some entertainment. Well, who are they going to think of? Me, because I'm top of mind. And that's, that's more valuable. And that's, you know, it cost me a dollar and a half for that click. So was it worth it? Yeah, because I made fifteen hundred dollars from it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting too. Where I think this, when you combine like advertising on its own, doesn't do that much. But when you combine it with you know email marketing or just staying in touch with someone for you know permanently, it it really gets powerful. And I mean, this brings up another thing that I've noticed with people is that they I often get asked, well, how many emails should you have on your autoresponder? And it's a, I suppose it's a valid question. People want to know, well, do I have, you know do I need to write a year's worth or a week's worth or a month's worth? And the answer is, you know, when I look at it, like there's a certain point where if people stop opening your emails, you probably want to unsubscribe them after, say, six months or something like that. But generally speaking, the way you need to look at it, the way I tell people they need to look at their, their list and their email marketing is that it's, it's an ongoing relationship. It's not that you, you know, if you haven't heard from, you know, one of your friends for six months, you don't, uh, you know, maybe you've tried to call them a few times and they haven't answered your phone. You don't just drop them completely. And it's a case of, yeah, you might call them up again, you know, at some point in the future, hit them up on Facebook and say, you know, do you want to hang out? Do you want to go for dinner? Hey, I'm in town again. Let's go out and, you know, watch a movie. And I like having this attitude or teaching people to have this attitude where you have your autoresponder over, you know, 10 days or 30 days or something like that. But what you also do is you have this mindset that any of these people could buy today or in a month or in six months or in two years or in five years or in 10 years. And that's... That's literally how it's you know how it's gonna happen. Some people will buy in six months. The majority will buy early, but over time, it's sort of email can become this thing where you're building a I guess a you know a dynamic relationship of back and forth. That's what I find I've been doing because I you know I get people to reply to my emails and then I reply to them, and then so they they feel like that when they're getting my emails, 
they're, they're, they're in engaging and interacting with a real person. This isn't just a company who's blasting out emails. They're engaging with someone who's, who's you know, one of their friends, their buddies, something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, your, your, your emails when I signed up, man, they worked on me. And, and I know what I'm doing. You know, I know about email marketing. I don't, I don't know, obviously, as much as you do. That's why I signed up for McMaster's. And I've been a member now for, what, a month? And I've already made money? I mean, come on, that's, that's amazing. And, uh, you, you know, your, your emails and the way you craft them is, is fantastic. And they do, they work. And you got me into your funnel. And, you know, now I'm a customer. I'm talking to you on this podcast. We're having an awesome time. You're going to come down to San Diego for a beer. And, <laughs> we're, you know, it, it's awesome. And, you know, now, now you're going to create new products. And, hey, John's got a new product now. I'm probably going to buy it because I know his stuff works. And that's what this is all about. And, you know, if if you're thinking about starting AdWords and, you know, starting your own uh, advertising campaigns, whether on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, uh, you know, the main thing to keep in mind is that you will see results right away, almost immediately, but your long-term benefits of doing it the right way and combining all these different marketing methods with email marketing, autoresponders, uh, rolling out product launches, AdWords, retargeting, remarketing, combining all of those things together is where the real magic happens. And that's where you really start to see your ROI and your revenue increase. Mm, mm. What I like about pay-per-click as well is that someone can get started like straight away, like you said, you can set up a campaign and you're, you're getting traffic immediately, which, you know, it's a great thing if you want to get started quickly. But a lot of people, you know, if, if they want to, you know, they want to, if they've never done this before, they want results fast. They don't want to start a blog and then two years later finally start making, making some money. Problem is, though, is like it, it happens very quickly, which also means you can lose money very quickly. So if someone, how would you, if someone's like listening to this thinking, all right, I'm going to give pay-per-click a go. I've got a funnel. I've got a blog. I've got some stuff set up, but I've never really played around with pay-per-click. What, what sort of, you know, do you have any words of warning or tips that you would give to them? I, I would say try it. Um, first of all, try it. Uh, the, the cool thing about AdWords is they bill you every, I think when you first start out, they bill you every $250. So you have to spend $250 uh, in clicks or 30 days, whichever comes sooner. So when you start advertising more, you're, you're, billing rate increases so then it increases like $500 and then a thousand or something like that so it's not like you're going to set up a campaign and you know get a bill for $3,000 a week later what will happen is you'll set up a campaign and I, I always suggest if you're going to do this yourself start slow know that this is a long-term learning process where you are learning the ins and outs of a very intricate and complex system that's constantly moving and changing. So start out with one campaign, set up one ad group, make it a super focused ad group with super focused keywords and a really focused ad. And start out with exact matches. Uh, you can get into phrase matching or even uh, broad match modifiers. What do you mean by that? Uh, so broad match modifiers are when you have a keyword like let's say uh, San Diego magician and you put a uh, plus sign in front of magician, 
that means that my ad is going to be shown to a broader spectrum of people that are searching for like uh, magician has to be in the search term. So it could be someone puts in like corporate magician or birthday party magician. Um, my ad will show. So I recommend when you first start out, try and make your targeting as targeted as possible, as precise as possible. And then what you do is you start to broaden out and you broaden out with your keywords, you make them more broad, and then you make your ads more broad as you start to get data and uh, conversions in. Never make a change on your AdWords account unless the data tells you to. If you're seeing that one ad is performing really well, one ad isn't, then you change your ad. If keywords aren't working, create a new campaign, create a new ad group, stay very targeted and very precise. And what that does is it keeps your costs down, it keeps your cost per click down and your budget down, and it keeps your quality score up. And uh, Google will reward you for all of that. So when you're first starting out, just stay really targeted, keep it small, and then increase your budget, increase your keyword uh, bids, and uh, go on from there. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's cool. I mean, it's really important that while you can lose money quickly, it doesn't, I mean, you can set a daily budget where it's $10 or $20. You're not going to, unless you make a mistake and you set it up wrong, you're not going to go and, you know, wake up one morning to a $10,000 bill. But it does, you really need to, you really do need to make make sure that when you set up the campaign that you haven't, that you've got that, uh, that I guess, that risk management tool in place. Yeah. So that when you wake up, you've only spent $50 and then over time or $10 or whatever it is that you're, you're comfortable with and over time, if you're spending less, it's gonna, just going to take longer to get results and longer to find out what tests are working. So that's important. Cool. All right. So we're coming up right on time here, Josh. So before we go though, can you, you know, if someone wants to get in touch with you either to talk about uh, some pay-per-click uh, just tips or strategies, maybe even hire you or maybe even looking at this uh, magician stuff that you do, where's the best place for them to do all that? Yeah, uh, you can you can go to clickconvertprofit.com and I have a uh, weekly Sunday dispatch email where I send out uh, weekly tips and tricks and strategies, SEO stuff, pay-per-click stuff. And you can sign up there to get those weekly tips. You can learn more about my products and services there. I have an ebook called Flying Solo that I wrote for uh, solopreneurs on how to get started with making sense of the internet and building your brand online for my magic stuff you can visit joshlondonmagic.com and also for if you're in san diego i have a uh, san diego website called the san diego magician.com very cool very cool all of links to all that in the show notes at the method.com josh thanks for coming on the show man hey thanks john Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.